Welcome to the Reinvent Your Reality Podcast, offering you motivation and inspiration to get you through the day. This is your one-stop shop for self-growth, reality creation hacks, and insights into aligning to your true life purpose. I'm your host, Jen Palco, and let's get into it. Welcome to the Reinvent Your Reality Podcast. My name is Jen Palco. Welcome to episode four of season three of this podcast. So happy you could join me here today for another lovely conversation. As always, always lovely. Um, But seriously, happy you're listening in. Uh, Or today we're going to talk about why human beings are such (laughs) a-holes. Why are we such a-holes? Um, And really what I want to talk about is from the perspective of the brain, the human brain, okay? We're unlike any other species out there. And uh, the thing is, human beings, as human beings, we have this awesome, awesome ability to create, but we also have the ability to self-destruct, the ability to create wonderful, imaginative things, and also the ability to self-destruct. So let me first start off by saying um, just a couple quotes. Now, I reached out to a few friends of mine um, a while ago, and I asked them, you know, what are you most struggling with in life? What are your, what are your biggest struggles? And hear this. All of them seem to have a common theme, and I'm going to read just a couple quotes here from um, some uh, a few friends, and uh, and see if you can figure out kind of the underlying theme of all of them. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, here's a good one: becoming too trapped. Okay, so I asked, what what's your biggest struggle? And um, this particular person said, becoming too trapped in my mental bodies. I feel free in life, yet when I don't take the time to silence my mind, it creates a prison that I feel in that moment is impossible to escape from. Okay, that's some heavy stuff, right? Some heavy shit. Um, Here's another one. Ultimately, I'm my own worst enemy. I need to continue learning from these situations. Okay. Um, Another person who I asked said, Uh, I love creating antagonistic vibes in my head as a reaction to all this perceived rejection. So we're talking about perceived rejection and how the brain always assumes things that aren't actually based in in facts and reality. Um, Here's another one. So something that has uh, caused a lot of stress in my life and has gotten discussed in a ton of my therapy sessions is the story I tell myself over and over again. I carry around this general everyone hates me chip on my shoulder and basically fill in blanks with my own messages when there are misunderstandings instead of just communicating my feelings. Okay, so it's about being in your brain and and perceiving things that aren't necessarily there rather than being out in the real world and being able to actually communicate with people. Um, And then last but not least, I spent all of my life trying to accept myself as is still struggling with this. All right. So if you see a common theme here, it all has to do with the brain. Okay. Overthinking. So we as human beings have this ability to be these 
intelligent creators, but also have this ability to self-destruct, have this ability to obsess, have this ability to try to always control and be trapped in our own brains. It's a very interesting thing if you think about it. So, you know, the main difference or the thing about humans is that we're a more evolved species, okay? So if you're comparing humans from animals, like your dog or your cat, we do have a higher intelligence and a higher consciousness, uh, a connection to something more, to a more complex brain structure than animals. We feel things like spite, jealousy, guilt, shame. It's our arsenal of emotions, okay? And feelings is greater and more in depth than, say, your dog or your cat. Therefore, we also suffer more. So, the good comes with the bad always in life, and we see this happening throughout the world. Um, you know, there's very intel intelligence. We always look at intelligence as a positive thing, but intelligence can actually be a very dangerous thing if you think about it, or the people in power who are very intelligent because you can use it for good to help the world, to help other people, and you can also use it for evil, okay? Animals are primal, okay? They don't try to control or regulate their emotions like we do. They don't obsess. They just feel what they need to feel when they need to feel it. And, and that's basically it. So, you know, right now we're seeing some of our primal instincts coming out to play into in society right now in the form of, um, you know, if we don't like something, it's like we just want to control it or kill it off or I, I don't know. It, it's we feel like it's a threat to our safety and well-being so we always have that part of us the instinctual part of us the animal part of us um but because we have this higher intelligence it makes us more of a dangerous species to ourselves okay to ourselves um because humans after all we have an expanded thinking capacity uh and with that comes overthinking so if you're like me you've been through stages of overthinking and uh, ruminating on stuff and fantasizing about things and perceiving things that aren't really true or aren't really there and just becoming literally a prisoner of your mind. And I want to talk about this today because I think it's something that we all experience or most people experience. And it's something that we can't figure out it's like we're always struggling we're always fighting with ourselves we're always fighting with our brain we are literally the only species who fights with our brain we're at war with it all the time it's like we're designed to to struggle or to think negatively and we're always working on self-help and we're always doing things to try to reverse or deprogram what's been programmed since birth it's insane you know, it's insane. So <laughs> here's the thing. We're animals, we're enlightened beings, but we're also five-year-olds throwing temper tantrums, okay, who let our emotions just go haywire. So we either just let the emotions out without being aware of those emotions, or we try to control them or repress them or fight with them and resist them. So it's a very tricky thing, and, and I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on being a human being. I really do. You know, I'd rather be like a bird or something and just simple, right? Simplify. Would that solve our problems though if we solved and, and we were less than a, a complex 
you know, didn't have this complex brain. I don't know. You tell me. Anyway, here's five fun facts. I think five fun facts about the human brain. Okay. Uh, the human brain, number one, the human brain reaches full maturity at 25 years old. Uh, I guess you could disagree with that and say some people's brains never reach a sort of maturity, but that's up for debate. Uh, but that is according to um, live science com website okay human brain reaches full maturity at 25 years old number two the human brain can generate 23 watts of electric power enough to fuel a small light bulb that's pretty interesting don't you think um and this from the northwestern medicine website number three your brain storage capacity is virtually unlimited that's pretty crazy if you think about it so we literally have unlimited storage space in this computer in our little itty bitty big heads <laughs> our little itty bitty big heads um so think about it when you're always like cramming information and you're in your and you're like oh i can't think anymore it hurts i can't i just can't think about that you're unlimited man you you cut yourself short all right uh number four brain information travels up to 268 miles per hour that, that's pretty interesting isn't it um, and let's see, do I have another, do I have a number five? Do, 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 maybe not, maybe not. Um, so the point of this whole podcast, okay, is we each individually create mental themes based around, uh, experiences perception and it becomes our truth okay so the definition of perception is the ability to see hear, or become aware of something through our senses all right so each of us has different truths but you could also say well isn't everybody kind of experiencing the same thing through the pandemic through politics or this fighting through stuff like that um yeah so here's the thing we each have our own individual experiences based on our senses, our perception, but we're also connected to something called source, the Tao. So let's throw in a little ancient Buddhism medicine here, okay? We're all connected by one thing, and that is the Tao, okay? It's, it's basically what is just, it just is, okay? And we're part of it. We use our extra powers for evil instead of good sometimes, you know, instead of cultivating for, for creativity or for helping the world, we use it for greed or selfishness and uh, because we feel things like jealousy and fear and betrayal and, and all this kind of thing. So what's the solution? Well, number one is to recognize and to actually understand who we are and that we're more than just an animal body, okay? Sometimes our cats have more sense than us, I swear. Number two, to be able to separate an emotion from a behavioral response. Get that. Let me say that again. To be able to separate an emotion from a, a, a behavioral response. Think about it. The two are not married. We just think they're married. So we feel something, we feel an emotion, and we feel like we have to react or act. And we see this playing out in the world right now where we feel like, okay, I'm angry, so this is the response I'm going to always have. Okay? We train ourselves. We train our brain. Our brain is a computer, okay? And we're training it to behave in a certain way. So if we've always behaved in a certain way, it's 
difficult to change that if we don't, if we're not aware of it, if we don't recognize it, okay? So recognizing who we are, what we're feeling, and that the behavior is not married to the feeling or emotion, okay? And number three, to open to the possibility and deprogram our belief systems of fear, lack, and suffering, okay? All are part of the human experience, but none are the end result, okay? All are part of the human experience, but none are part of, are, are the end result, okay? None are the reality unless we will it to be. So in other words, we form a mental impression based off of our sensory experience. And again, we create this, this theme in our lives based around this. It becomes our own truth. We all have our own truth. Okay. And when people are living the same experience, it's because we're part of something called a collective experience, which is an accumulation of energy based off of one source. Okay. So the human brain is the command center for our nervous system. It receives signals from the body's sensory organs and outputs info to the muscles. So do our smarts or our arrogance make us dangerous? Well, both, okay? Both, I would say. The thing is, most people don't want to think anymore, okay? We're tired of our brains. We're tired of the intelligence. Well, we're not, we're not tired of the intelligence, but we're, we're just tired in general, okay, of the brain always on overdrive. And that's why a lot of times we distract ourselves or we try to do things to keep ourselves busy all the time to not think. So imagine a species that is always struggling to not think because this computer of ours, this brain of ours is always on overdrive. Well, I guess you could say that's where meditation comes in, but not everybody has the patience for meditating. I'll agree. And I'm not going to force anybody to meditate. I'm, I'm poor at meditating. I, I w will agree. And, you know, sometimes you get caught in your, your own brain and you get angry at yourself because you, you can't do this or you can't sit still or you can't meditate and everybody's ADD right now. And is it that everybody's ADD or is it that we're just overstimulated? We're always in our, in our brain and we're always just, we, we can't escape this prison that we've created for ourselves, basically. We've created a prison for ourselves. Think about it. How do we escape it? How do we get out of our own heads? How do we differentiate the perceived reality from the actual reality? Is there such a thing? I mean, if our truth is based on our perception, then it could be different for everybody, right? In a sort of way. So how do we get out of our heads? You know, the spiritual guru will say, well, meditate. Don't think about anything. Easier said than done for some people, right? Because a lot of people will try to meditate and they'll get angry. <laughs> they can't meditate. And I know everything takes practice, right? It all takes practice. So how did we become this species of overthinking? This idea of overthinking all the time. 
you know? This person doesn't like me. That person, you know, I assume this about that person. Like, we're always making assumptions. We're always in our heads. We're always fantasizing about things, trying to escape from our lives. Where does it stop? We're always trying to control. Where does it stop, okay? Where does it stop? At what point do we reach a level of happiness where we're content with our own brains? Or are we always going to feel trapped? Are we always going to feel like prisoners? That is the age-old question, my friends. And you know what? I don't have a good answer for that. I really don't. Other than be aware of your thoughts. Don't let them take over. Like realize that you are not your brain. You are not your thoughts. Okay. They are just a component of you as a species because of this higher intelligence, this higher consciousness. And you have to realize that you have to cultivate it and, and use this extra energy and this extra intelligence for good things in your life, for things that bring out you authentically you instead of using it for anger and to fight with people and to ruminate and to obsess over things small things you know it's like we have so much energy our brains can light up a light bulb (laughs) we can light up a light bulb with the energy from our brains actually i was surprised we couldn't like i don't know this light bulb seems kind of small to me if you think about it because we were just so complex and powerful uh social media you know doesn't make it any better because we're always comparing ourselves to other people and then we're just creating i I know people make assumptions about me probably and, and i make assumptions about other people and it's it's not based in truth you know unless you really talk to somebody and get to know them you really don't know them you know You don't know what's going on in somebody's life. Everybody's going through something, right? You don't know what's going on in somebody's world. So that's why human beings kind of suck, okay? And that's why we can be a-holes. That's why we can be spiteful because we have all this extra stuff that your dog doesn't have. And it sucks. I mean, it's great, but it sucks at the same time because... There's balance to everything, okay? It can't be just great all the time. Because then we would never learn. We would never know the value of something if something was just, if it just was all the time. Like, there needs to be some sort of ebbs and flows and there needs to be some sort of complexity to life because if there wasn't, life would be freaking boring, I suppose, right? And who wants life to be boring? Simple, yes. Boring, no. What's the difference between simple versus... Is simplicity boring? There's another, there's another good question for you. Is sim, a, sim, simplistic life boring? Not necessarily. It's what you make of it, right? So you could live the simple life and get out of your ego and get out of your head and not be bored, okay? But we make the assumption in society that... Um, living simply or being just average is going to be boring as hell. Or at least I've made that assumption over the years. And, um, and it's just not true because, but that, that was like the theme, 
running for many years, like in my life in particular, like, oh, you're just ordinary, you're average, there's nothing special about you. Well, then um, you must be boring. What is boring? We should all be more boring because I don't know. Maybe we'd all get along and then we'd be more interesting, you know, instead of always fighting with each other. Sometimes living in your head is more exciting than your actual life. Hmm, imagine that. I always think that to myself. You know, you could just play a whole movie in your head and it's, it's a lot more interesting than life because we have something called the imagination. And the imagination is wonderful. It's wonderful for creating things, for, you know, it's basically like a movie. We could just play out any movie and be any character in any movie in our head. If only we could transfer that to reality. So what is it about like imagination and fantasy and living in our head that doesn't make it quite as good as actual life? What is it about that? I mean, we can almost taste it. We can experience it. Is it because we're forcing it? Think about it, right? I mean, if we can just close our eyes and have this beautiful adventure, then why is that just not satisfying to us? What is it about our species where we need it to actually happen in real life? Say, we want to date this person, or we want this job or something in our head we can actually create it we can create it and make it happen but if it's not happening in real life it's not this it's it's it doesn't it doesn't have the same effect for us why is that why does it not have the same effect for us it's because we are so freaking complex okay so freaking complex that i don't know I don't know. We get stuck in our heads where here's the thing. Sometimes we obsess or we, we force something in our heads and our imagination that when things in the real, in reality don't go in, uh, don't go in a similar way. It's like we have to match the two up. I don't, I don't, I don't understand, you know, we get, we disappoint ourselves. It's like we build something up to the point of like this beautiful movie. And, um, and I don't know. You explain the human brain to me because I sure don't know. All I know it's big and it's heavy and it does a lot of stuff and it's a computer and we have to deprogram all like we're programmed for suffering. Is that something since birth or is that something we learn along the way? Well, we're programmed to protect ourselves. So by default, we have instinct, you know, but we have all this, this extra stuff, spite, jealousy, greed, shame, guilt, all these extra emotions that we really don't need, you know? I don't need it. You don't need it. Why do we have these? Think about it. Maybe we have these to learn some sort of lesson in our lives. Maybe we have these because there is more purpose to our lives than we care to admit. Could it be? Or was this just we just evolved to have these things. 
You know what? I don't know the good answer for this. I don't have a good answer for this because I'm not psychic. Even the psychic may not have a good answer for this. The truth is we don't know. The truth is we do not know why we are given such an intelligence why we have this thing on the top of our shoulders well this thing within this skull on the top of our shoulders that uh, can be used for good or can be used to self-destruct okay can be used for creating beautiful things out of nothing things that are just fabulous to our eyes and ears and nose and mouth and all of our senses beautiful things or things that are rooted in lower emotional states greed evil like uh the good always comes with the bad so maybe the lesson is to figure it out maybe the lesson is to not always sit in our primal instinct or, or sit in these lower states of like anger and fear and to actually do something with our lives to actually be a kind person. To actually figure out this little key to life where everybody around you is angry and suffering and a victim and hurting. Maybe it's finding the little keyhole in all of that crap to find light somewhere in there, to find the good somewhere in there. To not sit in that place for your entire life. Those things are all part of the human experience. But is that all there is to the human experience? That's the question. Is that all there is to the human experience? Or is there more? Some people will say, nah, no more, life sucks. I don't know why I just did a lisp there, but I felt like it was appropriate for the moment. <laughs> but... Uh, maybe somebody else will figure out and say, hey, I've spent 30, 40, 50 years suffering. I don't want to suffer anymore. I've spent 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, however many years being angry at myself and at the world. And nothing changes. I keep repeating the same patterns over and over and over and over again. Hmm, maybe I should do something different. Sometimes it takes that long. Sometimes it takes till you're 95 years old. I don't know the secret because I haven't gotten there yet, I'll admit. I still have patterns that keep coming up. History repeats itself in society and on, on an individual basis. But once you recognize your patterns, that's the first step. That's the first key. If you're ignorant and you do not and you're just angry and you're just fighting all the time and fighting with nature and just trying to force... And living in your head all the time, escapism, instead of having a nice balance, then I don't know. I don't know. We're always looking for the magic bullet to end suffering. We're always looking for personal growth and self-help and all this stuff. And we never seem to get it. Why is that? Yet, we're also tired of self-help. It's like we want the help, but we're tired of it. We're so 
tired and drained. Why? Because we're fighting. We're always fighting. And anger in these lower states drains your energy, drains your life force, your chi, the thing that makes you you, okay? You're spending so much time focusing on what's out there and what other people are doing and how angry you are at other people and what they're doing that you forget about yourself. You forget about the little things that make you happy, the little kindness that you can give to the world. Okay, I know this sounds like a sermon now, but I don't know. I'm just going there. I'm just going there because I feel it. You know? I'm sick of the anger. You're sick of it. We're all sick of anger. We're all sick of fear. We're all sick of being disgusted and fighting with everybody. Why don't we try a new way? Why don't we try just being kind to holding the door for somebody? simple things we don't have to go all out of our way like change is hard change is very very hard and it's hard to be kind to somebody who's not kind i'm not asking you to do that but don't dwell in your head on it okay again you feel the emotion it's not married to the the behavior the behavior is not married to the emotion you always have a choice you have the will and the free will and free willy to do what you want you have the free willy to do what you want i don't know where i'm going with this other than i wanted to talk about how we are prisoners of our head how we are prisoners to our emotions how we just think that we always have to react in a certain way because that's just how we are that's my life theme that's how it'll always be. No. You can change. Absolutely. You don't have to pull up, put up with the BS, okay? And the brain is going to play tricks on you, and it's going to try to turn you into a victim. And it's going to try to tell you things that aren't true about yourself. They're not true, okay? It's just a sensory... It's just an or another organ of your body, okay? And it's, it's doing its thing. It's remembering stuff from your past. It's remembering things that you felt and it's trying to protect you. The brain is trying to protect you at all times. So it's going to form pictures and images and stories and all kinds of stuff based on your past experiences. So if you've had poor past experiences where you really felt an emotion, a negative emotion, then it's going to try to repeat that. And... For a lot of us, we just go with that and we think that's based in reality. But it's just your brain just repeating the cycle, okay? It doesn't know what else to do. The computer doesn't know what else to do other than repeat the pattern, okay? Repeat the coding. That's how it's just putting things out there. So you have to reprogram, okay? You have to put in new coding. And that starts with you, with little things that you do and little changes in your perception and realizing that, you know, everything's not all sucky. Like there's always a little, a little bit of light in there. Okay. So anyway, I'm not going to make this too long for you today. Uh, let me know if you like this podcast. Uh, if you haven't done so, check out my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Jen Palco. I have a book out, 12 step guide for the self-help book addict. Uh, <laughs> as a lot of people are self-help book addicts. 
Um, yeah, so you can go to my website, jenpalco.com. If you want to listen to some of my older episodes on uh, podcasts, it's on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, all, all those good things for you. It's the Reinvent Your Reality Podcast. Share it with your friends if you enjoyed it. And until next time, get out of your head, stay safe, and have a good freaking day. Peace out. <laughs>